one of the individuals who biographies the life of Jesus is named Luke. Luke is a brilliant man. He's a historian. He's a medical professional. And he recounts a story that's unique to his account of the resurrection. It's found in Luke chapter 24. And it's about two people walking on a road from Jerusalem to a village called Emmaus and their interaction with the resurrected Jesus. Let me read that to you. Luke chapter 24. Now that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. But they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them named Cleopas asked him, are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things, Jesus asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. Now these two men are on this journey and who joins them? Jesus, the resurrected Jesus. The first thing I like to talk about is this is that Jesus walks alongside all of us. And I really mean all of us, not just those who are all religious, but he comes alongside all of us, those of us who are resolved and those of us who are spiritually unresolved. One of the words that Luke mentions earlier in the chapter multiple times is the word wonder, wonder. So you have... Peter wondering, the women wondering, like, what, what is happening here? And I think in all of our journeys, we all experience this sense of wonder, like, what is Easter all about? These two men are experiencing, imagine the, the angst and the confusion. They put all their hopes in this person called Jesus. They spent the better part of three years following him, learning from him, walking with him. And now, their expectations have been completely dashed. They were broken. They were wondering, have we just wasted three years of our life? We had anticipated that Jesus was going to change the world and Jesus hadn't met any of their expectations. They had watched him suffer. They had watched him be nailed to a cross. They had watched the Romans seem victorious and all this. But earlier in that day, these women had said, when we went to the tomb, he wasn't there. So here they are in their confusion and their wonderment. And Jesus walks with them. Jesus walks with all of us in our journey. That's part of the story of Easter. Even if I'm not sure who he is, I, I have to wonder this. Why 2,000 years after his life and death are we still talking about him? Why is every language imaginable, billions of people gathering together today to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus? What was so significant about him that led to that? The most powerful man in the world during the time of Jesus was the Roman emperor. Yet none of us talk about the Roman emperor. None of us talk about his legacy. None of us talk about his achievements, but we continue to talk about Jesus. Here's what I know. 
Jesus walks alongside all of us. In the midst of our confusion and our uncertainty, he joins us in our journey, our own spiritual journey. He's with us. That means that we are not alone. The second thing that I find really unique in this passage is not only does Jesus walk with us, but Jesus helps us to understand. He takes our disillusionment and our wondering. And this is what we read in verse 27. And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. So Jesus enters into their disillusionment and he begins to help them to understand the world from a completely different framework. These are two Jewish people. They have a worldview that has been ensconced in them. But Jesus says, there's a new way of understanding everything you've known from Moses, which is the giver of the law through the prophets. God is doing something that you didn't anticipate and it had to do with this person that you expected to dominate the Roman empire actually dying on a cross. So Jesus walks with us and into our ignorance, he begins to teach. He begins to help us understand new things. He, he's not offended by our lack of understanding. It, it reminds me of another individual who comes face to face with Jesus. His name's Thomas. And Thomas is one of the original disciples and Thomas is just filled with doubt. In fact, he's not there the first time Jesus appears. And he looks at the other disciples and says, I, I, I can't believe this. This idea that Jesus died and is now resurrected. I need to see him myself. I need to verify. I need to logically come to a conclusion that he's resurrected. So Jesus appears a second time and says, Thomas, you need to verify. You can come, you can touch the spot where the nails were. It takes that much for Thomas to believe, but Jesus never chastises him for his doubt. And Jesus will never chastise us for our wonderment and our questioning regarding the whole idea of resurrection. But as Jesus begins to teach them, they move from confusion to comprehension. And for all of us, I, I pray that this Easter, we move from confusion to understanding. Why? Because Jesus teaches us. Now, the third thing in this passage is this. It's just three words. And it's three words that these two disciples utter. Let's read verse 28. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going farther, but they urged him strongly. Here it is. Stay with us. Stay with us. Why would Jesus act like he's going on farther? Well, I think it has to do with the fact that Jesus is never going to impose himself upon anyone. He just won't do it. In order for this process of engaging Jesus to continue, it's dependent on these two disciples simply saying this, stay with us. Don't keep going. We're starting to understand in a new way. I believe it's incumbent upon all human beings to come to the place where we have to decide, do we want Jesus to stay with us? And it's, it's not simply saying, hey, be our guest, but we wanna move into a new realm of understanding this world and who God is and what he's doing. 
Would you stay with us? Would you be a part of our lives? Would you enter into our journey? We, we are submitting ourselves to the things that you're teaching in your ways of understanding this planet. It's not a temporary familiarity with Jesus. I think a lot of us, we can think about Jesus and even the resurrection, and it's more of a legend than anything else. It's kind of like Robin Hood. You know, Robin Hood is this legendary character who did these really kind things for the poor. But Jesus is more than a legend. He's alive. And I have to decide in my own heart, am I willing to say, stay with me? When you enter my journey, I surrender control to who you are. And then the next thing is this, and it's actually a miracle. It says their eyes were opened. Their eyes were opened. Verse 30, and when he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he disappeared from their sight. Can you imagine being there at that meal? These disillusioned disciples of Jesus thinking that everything had ended, their hopes and dreams had been dashed, but now they're at this meal. They have invited Jesus to stay with them. And Jesus, as the guest, is breaking the bread. And in the midst of breaking the bread, boom. Whatever was blocking their vision of who Jesus is evaporates. And now they recognize him. He is indeed the resurrected Jesus. And at that moment, what happens? He disappears. He's gone. I pray this Easter in my life, in your life, everybody who's participating, wherever you're at spiritually, I pray this, I pray that our eyes are open like never before. If, if you've been following Jesus for a long time and Easter has been significant for maybe decades, I pray that he opens your eyes like they have never been opened before and you can engage the beauty and the power of Jesus' resurrection in a fresh way. For those of us who are skeptical, I pray that a miracle happens in our lives, that he opens our eyes, the same Jesus who walks with us in our doubts, the same Jesus who we say stay with us, that there's this moment of clarity and revelation for each of us. And that brings us to the very last thing. It's these two words, and it's two words that were absent at the beginning of this narrative. It's the words hope and purpose, hope and purpose. Part of why they're taking this journey is they're leaving Jerusalem. It looks like the story's over, that Jesus has died, and I guess we just go home. But now in this moment of revelation and recognition, something returns to them that they had lost. Hope. The story's not over. If Jesus is alive, that means everything has changed. That means that he is indeed God. It's so hope courses back into their systems. And then there's this sense of purpose because what they do, they don't even finish the meal. It says they stand up from the meal and they go the seven miles all the way back to Jerusalem. And when they get to Jerusalem, they find the disciples of Jesus. And this is what they say. It's true. He is risen. There's a new purpose for their lives. No longer are they in this place of despondency. They have a message to give. So for all of us, I pray this. I pray that the risen Jesus joins us in our journey. He teaches us things that we've never understood before. It's called revelation. I pray that we do our part. This is, this is the only part we have to play. 
Stay with us, Jesus. I don't want to just be close to you because there's a pandemic or because it's a holiday, but would you enter my life and I surrender to you and would you open your eyes and would hope and purpose infiltrate your very being? Would you pray with me? Lord, all of us, we ask for a fresh and maybe a first-time encounter with the resurrected Jesus. Everyone needs hope and they need purpose. And would you do exactly that this Easter? Amen.